Hey guys, uh, this is Jose and Vanessa Moran again. Uh, my beautiful wife is beside me. Wanna say hi? Hi everybody. So uh, we wanted to talk today about um, a little bit about the first chapter of the book that we mentioned uh, in the first, you know, uh, video that we made. And we also wanted to mention some information on how to find us. Yes, some links on uh, Anchor, uh, YouTube, and we're going to also post it on Marriage God's Purpose on our Facebook page. So I will put those links at, um, at the bottom of this podcast. So again, the book that we're reading off that we read before years ago uh, when we first attended a marriage class, it's called Marriage Needs Maintenance by Ron and Diane Geyer. Uh, so marriage, meaning maintain, maintaining a romantic relationship in a godly environment. So that can mean a lot of things for different people. You know, it means something for us. It means something for somebody else and means something for you. So, you know, just bear with us. And this is, like I say, uh, in the beginning stages for us. We're trying to learn more and more. But we want to start off with a prayer. We're going to start off with something uh, that can help us get better at it. So here's a prayer. Father God, we thank you, Father, for this opportunity tonight, Father, for this opportunity to do this together with my beautiful wife, Father. Give us the wisdom. Give us the right words, Father, to touch somebody's heart, to touch a, a couple, a man or a woman, Father, in any way that we can throughout our marriage experience. Uh, which is many years, Father, uh, we've learned from good and bad, Father. So we ask you just to bless this, this audio, bless this reading, and bless this uh, night, Father. And have everybody ears to hear, Father, and uh, bless them, Father, as they do here. Bless them with one word, with a sentence, with anything, Father. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So... Uh, we're gonna. My wife's gonna start off with uh, chapter one, uh, which is called "Marriage is Wonderful." Yes. So it says, "Marriage is wonderful. Marriage does not do autopilot. Never has, never will. Marriage needs maintenance. Marriage needs daily intentional effort by both spouses to invest their very best in each other. The third partner." of this marriage union God himself is already investing his best in each of us through Jesus Christ and his word therefore no less than our best will do remember marriage is a trinity relationship designed by God to help us reveal him to each other our families our friends our neighbors and our co-workers and everyone we know one of the one of the first things that my wife and I learned when we started attending this this class, you know, when we got married, we got married very young. Um, you know, nobody really talked to us about aligning ourselves with God, aligning ourselves with Jesus in our marriage. Uh, but when we when we started attending this class, that's one of the first things that we learned from it is we have to align ourselves straight, uh, you know, with God, with Jesus. In our marriage so it's not just me my wife and I in our marriage in our troubles in our happinesses in our in our adventures in our family it has to be 
God, me, and my wife. Uh, and that's the that's the way God intended it to be. He has he he wants to be in your marriage. He wants to be in the middle of your marriage, in your in your desperate times, in your times that that you are trying to call it quits or trying to do this or trying to do that live life take care of your children he wants to be there and that's one of the things that we started to learn how to do little by little and we're still learning we're still doing our our best to keep him with us at all times and it's it's hard it's, it wasn't easy for us it, it it came with some challenges because we were not used to it but the, the strength of a church it's in his families. The strength of a family is is in the union between a man and a woman in Christ. You know, because if my wife and I are 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 strong in our marriage, as strong as we can be, of course, not with perfection because we're not perfect. But if me and her can be strong in our marriage with Christ, you know, our you, you see it in your children. You start seeing it in in your surroundings. You start seeing it in in and like I said, in your immediate family, you know, uh, with your kids, if they're grown, if they're if they're little, they they see all that. But if 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 it's a marriage of anger and and lies and destruction, they also see that, you know, and they grow up in that atmosphere, which is not really really good, you know. Uh, we all have our 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 story. We all have our as we were growing up. I, uh, I grew up differently. My wife grew up differently. We all have stories. And sometimes those bad stories stick to us. And sometimes those good stories stick to us. So, you know, keep that in mind. You know, it has to be uh, y your marriage and Christ in the center. Let me read the word a little bit. Genesis 2. 24 for this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and they will become one flesh now you know when I first heard that that was like what my first thought is like well I love my parents why do I have to leave them but I didn't understand what that really meant you know, it doesn't literally mean you have to leave them to where you're never going to see them again. I mean, because we, we have to honor our parents, you know, for what they've done with us, to us as we were growing up, you know, no matter what. Because God expects that of us, you know, he, he wants us to honor our parents. So, you know, that was something that, that really was new to me also in, in that moment. So basically on Genesis 2.24... What it means um, is that the man and the woman become one. And that we give God, Jesus, the authority to be in the center of our marriage. Um, that's how God intended it to be from the beginning when he created humankind. You know, he created Adam and then he created Eve to be by his, by his side. In the whole time how have my wife and I have worked on becoming one so that's a, that's a very difficult conversation because I mean 
how do you become one? My wife and I, when we were younger, we, we used to finish each other's sentences and we used to know exactly what I was going to say or she was going to say. But how do you become one with Christ? You know, and, and I think personally, I think, you know, through prayer, through prayer is, is one way uh, at night in the mornings whenever you you have time you know my wife and I we we do our best to to pray together at night even though sometimes we don't do it every single night but we do our best to to pray for each other and to pray for our for our families for our friends for our children for for diff- a variety of things um, but I do think to become one that that's probably the one of the best ways is through prayer um especially in your tough times especially in your in your times that that you think it's you're ready to give up or you're ready to move on we've had those moments of of wanting to give up and those moments usually end up in prayer and those are one of the best prayers that that we've probably done that we've surprised ourselves in, 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 in the prayer that we usually believe that we we don't know how to pray but and it doesn't need to be a big prayer uh, you know I, I was at the beginning of our walk with God one of the things that deterred me from praying was I thought I had to pray this long prayer and this prayer with scriptures with the word you know and I had to be so spiritual that kept me from that that kept me from from doing the prayer that I that I was supposed to pray you know and knowing that it's just a simple prayer it's just you talking to God you having a conversation with him and knowing that he's hearing you does that mean that prayer is going to be answered in that moment maybe and maybe answered in a year or two uh only God knows he has he has your life planned out already since you were born since you were in and like they say since you were in your mother's womb he already had your life set so we you know just pray for your wife pray for your husband and knowing that whatever you prayed is it's 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 gonna be heard by god and and he'll make it happen you know pray for your children so let me read two more scriptures so it says, John seventeen eleven. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those who you have given me, that they may be one as we are. Now seven, John seventeen twenty one, That they all may be one as you, as you Father, are in me, and I in you that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. So you see, there he's talking about about being one with him again. Like I say, prayer is, is probably one of the best ways. Um, having great conversations with your wife, you know, making time to to have those conversations about anything you know about 
your marriage, about where you guys are at, about your children, about your finances. But before you have before you have any of those conversations, you know, about finances, about jobs, about your family, children, pray first. Pray that that your conversation you guys have the right words for each other. So the conversation won't turn into an argument or to a discussion. It's a conversation about you guys. Many times, you know, we've started with with conversations and ended up maybe with arguments. You know, but why? Maybe, you know, not maybe. The reason is we just didn't pray. And the times that we have had conversations and we've prayed first and we've asked God to give us, you know, wisdom in our words, conversations are good positives negatives you know we we give and take and 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 we move on we all speak up our concerns and and we keep moving forward we have also grown in our marriage to realize that we have to keep that trinity um we have to keep that relationship with god we have to keep that relationship with jesus christ and by reading the Bible, by worshiping, or by just basically getting into the Word and trying to understand the Word of God and what He wants or what He expects from us. And just to be able to fulfill that purpose because, like I said before, our marriage, it's a purpose. That's what God intended it to be our marriage is way different than anybody else's we're not not every marriage is the same every marriage is different the way that you do marriage with your spouse is not the way that jose and i do marriage we do it completely different because what might work for you it might not work for us so for me having that oneness with God or aligning our marriage with God it's yes prayer and having that relationship with him and just talking to him like um we're talking right now having a regular conversation telling him what I need or what I would love for him to do for my marriage or how to get my marriage to be better read a, a little bit more of, of the chapter that we're reading so this chapter suggests you set a place for God at the dinner table to remind you and your children of the necessity of living your your lives in his presence what are some other ways we can practice the presence of Christ in our daily lives List some of the things you are currently doing that to promote His presence in your home. That's something that you and your wife can can tackle one of these days together and 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 write some stuff down. It doesn't have to be a two three page list. It could be a couple of things. I know sometimes us as men are not we're not good writers. You know it takes us a while to think of something. But hey, two three two or three good things. You know out of your heart 
it works and your wife should be happy and ecstatic of your three things because that's what marriage is about celebrating each other's accomplishments because if I can't celebrate my wife's accomplishments and she can't celebrate my accomplishments no matter how many of them are they so there's something wrong there so let me read that again list some of the things you are currently doing that promote his presence in your home or list some of the things that you guys are you guys can think of to start promoting in your home the presence of God in your home us I go again it, prayer is it's it's one of the most important things so we're starting to to pray a little bit more uh, together um, we do have we have scriptures in in our walls in our doors I wrote script I wrote many scriptures in little papers and I and I taped them to my kids doors if they happen to pass by and, and read one of them that's great but I just believe that having the Word of God in your home is is very important like I said before you know it's we're also doing our best to do these things you know as we talk to you as we do this recording we're we're also in the same place as any other marriage that's trying their best to become one with God you know we decided to do this this podcast for that reason for for us to do something together something that we can enjoy you know we might spend 20 30 minutes here having a conversation about the book that we're reading and letting you guys know how's it going as we're doing it we spend 30 minutes talking about God that's our our intimate time and that's something new to us that we're trying so you know bear with us if you guys have any questions just post them in our Facebook page or, or ask a question in our YouTube channel and We'll try to answer as best as we can. If you want to know something about us personally, we also can mention something personal about us. I mean, we we have many friends from church that has helped us throughout our marriage. Believe me, if you're if you're a couple and you are trying to do it alone, it's hard. Christianity is about relationships, about friends about family you need that that other couple that can that can tell you the truth you know make you accountable for your mistakes just let you know the truth well of course with using the word of god so you know we want to thank you guys for listening we want to thank you guys for just spending these 15 20 minutes with us and like i said just Put a comment, uh, a question, and we'll try to answer it as best as we can. We're learning, and so let's all learn together as we go. And uh, our next uh, video will be of chapter two, so you can know. Just so you know, uh, Genesis um, has come a long way for us. Um, it hasn't been easy. It's been a, a journey for us since we began to learn uh, what 
marriage was all about, understanding in God's perspective of marriage. And so we just want to let you guys know that if you're in a stage where you're giving up or you just can't try anymore, you're tired, you just don't know what else to do, just get into the Word, read Genesis carefully and try to understand what Genesis 2.24 means. Have that relationship with God and like my husband said, have a friend or have that community where you can talk about it. Don't try to do this alone because it's hard. It's it's hard with with trying to do marriage with people, with friends, with family, with the church. And imagine trying to do it on your own. It's way harder. So having God in the center and having someone to share your fears, uh, sharing your your struggles in your marriage, it's it's important and I believe that it just makes things much easier. Okay, so again, uh, our next our next audio it will be about chapter two, and the title is husband. So I believe this chapter is going to be for the husbands. We're going to discuss a little bit about what God expects of you as a husband, and um, read Ephesians five twenty five. Read that and meditate on it and pray pray to God to show you and to let you know what that means for you. You know, Ephesians 5.25. I challenge husbands to do that and to really think about what those words mean. So I guess uh, this is good night and we thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. And if you have any ideas again of something that you guys want to hear, or, or a topic it doesn't have to be about this book it could be anything and we try we will try our best to answer any any questions or any ideas that you guys have we thank you guys so much for listening and I will be posting those links and I will be posting uh, the scriptures that we read and also if you would like to share the list of what my husband said list some of the things you are currently doing that promote his presence in your home if you like to share that in your comments and there may be a gift i don't know you'll see all right guys god bless and bless your family <laughs>